Welcome to Mom 2.0. Hi, I'm Vicky. Over the past three years, I've gone from having so little energy I needed three reasons to go upstairs to waking up full of energy and genuinely enjoying time spent with my kids. In this podcast, I share everything that I've learned that has helped me so that it can help you too. I cover a wide range of topics, everything from stress to nutrition, and my hope is that this podcast will take you from tired to inspired so you have the energy you need to enjoy life the way you deserve to. If you've listened to any of my other episodes, then you know how I came to be here, starting this podcast. For those of you that don't know, the short version is this. I had my second baby, and while I was totally in love with my kids and wouldn't want it any other way, I was struggling. My husband worked away a lot, and I was pretending that everything was fine, even though it wasn't. But I didn't want to look weak. I didn't want to ask for or accept help. I was told that having two kids is easier than one. And now that my kids are five and three, I understand that. They're the best buds and they love playing together and everything's a bit more fun for both because they have each other to share experiences with. That definitely was not the case when I had a baby and a two and a half year old. I had this idea in my head about how it would be and when the time came, I was completely overwhelmed and shocked and I felt like I was drowning. I had thoughts of I'm not cut out for this and I can't give them what they need, I'm not enough. I can't do this. To tell the story accurately, I should probably jump back five years to when I had my first. I knew that I wanted kids, and when I had Abigail, I was prepared for it to be hard. I was prepared for no sleep, and I was prepared for my life to change. What I wasn't prepared for was this bizarre feeling that I'm still not really sure what to call it, but it goes something like this I adored my little baby. I took about 200 photos of her every day because everything she did was so precious. And yet, I didn't love that first year. Before you get all how dare she say that on me, it's just the truth. I found that the first year to be so much more challenging than I expected. And I was so isolated. We moved around a lot. And my husband worked away for weeks and months at a time. And all my friends from yachting days were in such different stages of their lives that the friendships quickly faded. If I could go back in time, the one thing I would change about that time was to seek out help and support. All of these things that I share on my podcast and through my coaching are the tools that I wish I had back then. I had no idea that what I ate could actually affect my mental health. I had no idea the stress I was putting on my body by ending my night with a glass or two of wine. I had less than no idea about hormones and stress and the importance of sleep. Maybe had I known some of this, 
I would have been able to enjoy that first year a lot more. So that brings me to today's episode. What I really want to talk about was that time period after having your second baby. If you, like me, had been led to believe that it's so much easier with two, get rid of that idea right now. Parenting is hard. It's wonderful, beautiful, wouldn't change it for the world, but it's hard. And the first year of my second daughter's life was by far the most difficult. So far, anyways. Get back to me when they're teenagers. I knew more about parenting and having a baby because I'd been through it once. But I had never been through this. What I didn't understand is that with each baby comes new learning curves and new challenges. And also new levels of love and adoration. If I could go back in time to when my second baby was born, the first thing I would change is my expectations. I wouldn't go in thinking I knew better this time and that two would be easier than one. I think that having those expectations set me up for tough times. So here are some of the things that I learned from that difficult time in my life that will hopefully help you if you're there now or planning to be there in the future. This isn't supposed to freak you out, by the way. It's just so that you don't go in with your head in the clouds thinking that it's going to be a piece of cake and then ending up where I was. And yes, after that first year, it is so much easier having two. And it's so fulfilling seeing the bond between siblings. It's all totally worth it. Okay, so the first thing I said I would change is my expectations. The second thing I would do is I would learn how to prioritize things and set some systems in place. Get organized. Back then, I used to stress myself out thinking about all the things that had to get done. The cleaning, the cooking, the shopping, the playing with kids, keeping them happy, healthy, on and on and on. All of these things I thought I had to do, they weren't all equally important, and I see that now. And a lot of these things were things that I thought I should be doing, not things that were absolutely necessary. Tony Robbins has this great saying, if you always do what you think you should do, you end up shoulding all over your life. I'm paraphrasing, of course. But had I put systems in place and prioritized things, I would have made life a lot simpler for myself and I wouldn't always be trying to catch up on my life. So what do I mean by systems? Things like uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are for laundry. So, so what if it doesn't all get done? As long as some things are clean, that's good enough. Batch cooking. I would have done a lot more batch cooking so that I wasn't spending an hour every evening making dinner. Enjoying time with my kids should have been a priority for me, but I couldn't do it because of all the things I had on my mind. And if I had just allocated time, like half an hour every day while Maddie was napping to give Abigail undivided attention, that would have gone a long way, both for her and for me. Another thing that kind of ties into the last one is I would have learned to let go more. This doesn't mean just letting everything go, living in a mess and giving up on raising my kids, but just to kind of pick my battles. I was always terrified that someone would come visit unannounced and the house would be a mess and then they would judge me. (laughs) I would let that go now. No one cares. 
And in fact, when I go to someone's house and it's messy, I don't judge them. I think, oh, great, they're normal. Everyone's got a messy house and it doesn't somehow mean that you're not a good mother or you can't handle your responsibilities. I would also learn to let more things go with my oldest. I didn't fully understand how big of an adjustment it must have been for her having a baby come into our lives. But if having a baby come into my life was mayhem for me, I didn't properly understand how that would change things for a two-year-old. I tried to keep things the same with her and treat her the same as before and keep the same schedule and that caused a lot of stress for her and for me because we were constantly fighting an uphill battle. Had I let go a bit, been more go with the flow, it would have eased a lot of tension and frustration for us. And that also comes into a lot of the stuff that I used to do what I thought people expected of me or do what I saw other people doing and just trying to live up to all of this parenting advice. And lastly, but maybe I should have put this at the top, I would have prioritized my time alone. Time to be semi-free of responsibilities, even if it was only 30 minutes a day. Prioritizing time alone was the catalyst for repairing my health and getting me to where I am today. And it may initially seem like a selfish thing to do when you have a baby and all of these responsibilities, but the byproduct of that is that I actually have more time and more energy to enjoy spending time with my family, and I've got more to give. So there you have it. That's my time machine wish list. (laughs) If you're in this right now, I hope that you'll take action on some of these things so you don't end up three years later saying you wish you had done these things. Don't wait to learn from your mistakes. Learn from mine instead. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you haven't done so already, hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I'll be back next week with more. Until then, take care and have fun.